Welcome to the Unicorn Club Audio Journal Podcast. Today is July 12th, 2020. In season two, <clears throat> excuse me, in season two of my audio journal, I discuss things that I experience on a daily basis. And in season one of my podcast, I talked about my journey going through my midlife crisis, which had ended upon three major revelations. I mean, it just stopped. So if you happen to be going through a midlife crisis, please feel free to browse through season one of my audio journal. I believe that anyone who comes across this podcast, it was meant to be, and that there's something in it for you. So if you go through the podcast and you like the title, do click on it. Um... I am a firm believer in everything happens for a reason, good, bad, and indifferent. So, I had a very interesting weekend. And one of the major things that happened to me is that I heard from an ex. Now, This is someone whom I hadn't heard from in quite a while. Now, this is someone I dated while I was in college. And I graduated college in, I think it was 2014. 2000, yeah, 2014. We're in 2020. I've had my number for an extremely long time. And so the last time I had spoken to my ex, uh, he told me that um, I was mean to him, which I, I didn't remember being mean to him, but I extended an apology anyway. I sat and I thought about it, and I just could not remember being mean to him. Well, here's the thing. I didn't have any respect for him. I didn't have any respect for him as a man. I didn't have any respect for him as a a being in a relationship with anyone. I, I didn't respect him. And I think that he had figured it out. By the time he had figured it out, we were long gone with, like the the relationship was done. I didn't like that in his his world, he was egotistical and arrogant because of his looks. He could ask certain questions and expect the truth, but those same exact questions he asked I wasn't allowed to ask him. He didn't want to be transparent. He didn't want to tell the truth. I also noticed over time that there were certain questions he just did not ask. And in my book, 
that I published while I was in high school, um, college, um, I talked about active listening. Because if you listen to the types of questions people ask and hear the questions that they don't ask, you'll know exactly where you stand with that person. You'll know what they think of you versus how they feel about you. If a person doesn't contact you often, that's because they don't want to. It's not that people don't think about these things, such as how is your day? How are you doing? Do you need anything? What are your likes and your dislikes? Who are you? Let us, you know, communicate with each other and get to know each other. Let us do things with each other, you know, different things with each other to get to know each other. Let us meet each other's friends, family members. Let us travel together. It's not that people don't think of these things. They think of it. They just have their reasons as to why they're not asking these questions to you. So, I also noticed, <clears throat> like I said, with this guy, that there were certain questions that he just did not ask. And I said to myself, you know what, I would be lowering my standards to be with him. And I know my worth. I know I deserve better. I know that I'm worth it. And it's completely beneficial for him because of my punani. Let's keep it funky. It's completely beneficial for him for the relationship to continue on the way that it is. But it's not in alignment with the vision that I had for myself. And I wouldn't want to be with someone whom I did not respect. And so I ended things, and it bruised his ego. I guess because of his looks, he thought that he could not get dumped, and he was the only one that can do the dumping. So uh, he was in his feelings about it, uh, and I was like, good Lord. I just kind of left him alone like this. The super sensitivity was too much. And anybody that knows, when you go to college, <laughs> those classes can be stressful, especially if you're taking science classes. That can be stressful. You don't need to add to your daily stresses. You know, so I just had a plethora of reasons as to why, you know, I let him go. So years went by. Then all of a sudden, over the weekend, he contacts me. I see the number pop up on my cell phone, but there's no name. That's because I deleted him from my phone. So I asked him, I said, who is this? And he told me his name. And I said, oh, hi. And... 
he was asking me what I was doing. I told him, you know, doing my hair and just making small talk. But in my mind, I'm saying to myself, all of this time went by and all of a sudden you're contacting me? What do you want? So I asked, what is it that you want? He automatically got into defense mode and flipped things around on me and telling me that I have an attitude and I don't want to be bothered. And he was uh, apologetic about bothering me. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking at the text and I'm saying, all of that because I asked what made you contact me after all of this time? All of that? He never did care about he never did value the fact that I have morals, I have integrity, I'm noble, I'm a good communicator. The only thing he ever cared about was himself and how he felt, his ego. He never did care to be understanding towards the truth that I was speaking. And I'm sitting there and I'm saying to myself, why are mortals hypersensitive? Why are mortals always offended and defensive? Why is it people cannot have open and honest communication with each other? Look at Will and Jada Smith and that guy, August. Will and Jada went and sat at the red table and were completely transparent to themselves, well, with each other and with the public as well about Jada's um, relationship with August. But the point is, they make communication work for them. Why can't people communicate relevantly with each other? Why is communication so freaking dysfunctional? Why is it people don't have the patience to be understanding and listen to what the other person is saying? I oftentimes try to let my friends and family members know. If I do something, it may be completely unbeknownst to me. But you can come to me and talk to me about it. And we're going to hug it out, kiss and make up. But for me, because I'm noble, I listen to what a person say. And I put myself in their shoes to understand what it is that they're saying to me. And a lot of the times I think to myself, your complaint, you know, their complaint is childish. But it doesn't dismiss how they feel about something. And to acknowledge how they feel about something, I extend an apology to them. Even if I think 
they're childish. Now, <clears throat> if it gets to a level of immaturity that I just cannot tolerate, I just say, listen, put your big girl panties on and live with it. Because that's stupid. That's just downright childish, babyish, stupid, like, like, come on. If, if, like, don't get upset because the purple pen was on the left side of the desk instead of it being on the right side of the desk. If you're the type of person that, you know, everything has its own place and you get agitated over something like that, I'm going to leave you alone. And let you have your OCD moment. off on me like seriously so anyhow I said to the gentleman you know you told me that I treated you poorly and it doesn't make logical sense in my mind for you to want to be in communication with someone that you felt treated you poorly so I'm not understanding you know help me understand and he just automatically got defensive and flipped things around back on me, which was the same thing that he did when I was in college. So I could tell by this 10-minute text conversation that he did not grow. He was still the same arrogant, egotistical, narcissistic person with zero accolades to back it up. And so, upon me thinking, I was saying to myself, you know, I'm a person, like, with a good heart. And I'm nice. And I'm a people person. Yet, I'm introverted. And so, I'm not one of those people that knows a million and one people. I know a select few people in high places. If I need something, let's say with law, I, I maybe something comes up. I need some legal advice. There's three people that I can call and get some legal advice. If uh, I'm looking for a house, there's two people that I can call and say, listen, I need your I need to elicit your help. I'm going to pay you. You know, help me find a house. Then this is what I'm looking for. And don't redline me. Because that's going to piss me off. <laughs> you know, but I'm not one that can pull out a Rolodex of, you know, people's names and numbers. And, you know, if I had a party, it would be a very small and intimate party. Because I don't speak to a lot of people and then I don't want just anyone you know in my home I'm 42 years old and I prefer to have you know close intimate relationships I don't want a bunch of people surrounding me that I know is envious of me or not supportive of me and so forth they don't care about me so forth and so on I don't I don't want a bunch of fictitious 
surfacey relationships. But I've come to the conclusion that with me, with my good heart, I live in a world of selfish, soft, backwards mortals. This world is a selfish, backwards place. People ruin relationships that they shouldn't ruin, and they keep relationships that they shouldn't keep. Now, I do believe that everyone should have acquaintances and a few close friends and a few close family members. As a human being, you have to interact with other people. And it's good to interact with a variety of different people in, you know, all of their different personalities. Really, it's just to to kind of stretch yourself to understand other cultures, other religions, you know, other people's upbringing, other people's personalities. Like you can't just stick to one thing because your perspective and your perception would just be like tunnel vision. And and you'd be very close-minded. It's good to be open-minded uh, in this world. Have your likes and have your dislikes. But be open-minded and travel to different places. Speak to a lot of different people and travel to a lot of different places. And put yourself in somebody else's shoes to be understanding. That's what I think. So here's what I learned or was reminded of uh, having this 10-minute text conversation with this guy. I learned that when people don't feel emotionally safe, and it has absolutely nothing to do with you, they, it makes them uncomfortable to be transparent and to be honest. And so they'll say, you know, you ate the last of the Cinnabon and they have an attitude about it. And it's true that you ate the last Cinnabon, but that's not the problem. The problem is something else. Heartbreak is never fun. It hurts. But some people take it harder. Men take heartbreak harder than women do, in my opinion. And a lot of the times, the way that people react to heartbreak is not so much about the heartbreak. It stems from them being rejected and abandoned by both or one of their parents or caretaker. And so when a person leaves 
it just reminds them of how they were rejected and abandoned by their parent or caretaker. There's some people that get upset about their material things. Like I knew this guy who collected um, DVDs and he took great pride in his collection. And he was in a relationship with someone uh, and he brought his prize collection to her home. Um, I believe that they lived with each other for a short amount of time. And she knew how much he cherished his DVD collection. And when they broke up, she wouldn't give him back his DVD collection. And people were saying to him, you know, you're a grown man, it's just DVDs, who cares, like, take the loss, be a man, keep it pushing, you can replace the DVDs. But it wasn't about the DVDs. It was the mere fact that he never owned anything, he never had anything. And so he was able to invest in something that was affordable for him so that he can own something and the thing that he took his time with investing in had been taken from him and that's why he was upset but nobody saw it that way so here were people say but listen to what it is that they're not saying. And so that's what I wanted to share um, with my tribe <laughs> here in the podcast. Shalom.